here and appreciate each visitor especially. Glad to have you this evening. Got some scripture on my heart I'd like to read from the third chapter of the book of Revelations, uh, starting at verse 19. These are the words of Jesus. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh will I give, will I grant, excuse me, to him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am sat down with my father in his throne. Most beautiful scriptures. Let's stand if you will. We'll have a word of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to be in your house tonight. God, thank you for the invitation that you make to all mankind individually and very specifically. God, I thank you that you've been making those invitations in our church services. God, we just ask you to continue to call and speak to people with your Holy Spirit. God, powerfully invite people to come to you tonight. I pray, God, that you'd stand at the doors of hearts tonight and knock. And God, our hearts desire would see people get saved. Lord, we ask you to bless this service. Help us, God, tonight. Uh, we just need you so much, Lord, and we thank you that you're present. And we ask you these things and praise you in Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated, and we'll turn over to the choir.
when this life ends, I'm going to heaven. I have no doubt. I have no question. And you can get that assurance tonight. I can see the lights of Thankful to be here tonight. Thankful for the choir. Thankful for our church. And I'm like Cooper. I'm thankful to be on this road to glory land. Uh, I'm thankful for uh, the Lord coming down to this lowly manger and giving us an opportunity to be saved. I'm just so thankful for everything that uh, we've had today. It seems like the love has just poured over this church house today. And I'm just so thankful to be able to feel that and to have a church full of people to feel it with. It's good to be here tonight. We'll ask at this time if everyone will please stand to your feet. We'll ask if anyone has an unspoken prayer request. Hands all over the house. Lots to pray for. Anybody have a spoken prayer request this evening? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Just remember that, church. Mm-hmm. Amen. really remember that church appreciate that anybody else yeah 
Anybody else tonight? I'll tell you, it's already been good to be here tonight. My cup's overflowing. I'm thankful. Nobody else has anything. We'll ask Ryan Carter to lead us in prayer. ask at this time if anybody has a song or a testimony on your heart. It's really pretty for him, church.
Lord, I'm in trouble here today. I'm down on my knees trying to find my way. There's a mountain ahead that I can move. Lord, I need a
why I believe. They say I was in at Calvary to watch him die on the tree. They ask how could one man do all the things that you say and rise from the dead after three days in the grave. I tell them it's all true, I've seen it for myself, but not with these eyes that you see. One day I opened my heart, and Jesus came in, I saw it all through the took my hand He parted my Red Sea He led me to Calvary Oh these miracles you see He did them all for me Oh friend if you'll ask and believe in your heart He'll show
appreciate those songs tonight. Uh, reminded me, I've, I've been, feel like I've been in this stage lately of thankfulness, and it just feels like I can't thank the Lord enough. Uh, I was thinking this morning about Taylor's song they sing, and, and Billy and, and Dave's, uh, they sing, I, I want to thank him, I want to praise him one more time. And I feel like if I could just come to the church house and thank him one more time for everything he's done for me, it wouldn't be enough, but that's what I want to do. Uh, I'm just so thankful for everything he's done. It feels like lately the, the waves just keep on coming and the troubles and trials just keep on coming. Uh, but every step of the way, he's let me know he's right there with me. Uh, it's like Hudson when he's been scared before and I tell him, it's all right, buddy. Daddy's here. Daddy's here. That's the way it's felt like lately. The Lord's just come by and said, I'm, I'm here, buddy. Don't worry. It's okay. Uh, no matter how dark the night gets, no matter how, how rainy and how stormy it gets, I'm right here with you and it's going to be okay no matter what. I'm just, I'm, I'm thankful for the Lord tonight. I'm thankful for this church. It's good to be here. Uh, I'll just, I'll just, I, right now, I just feel like turning it over to my pastor. I'll turn it over to you. Well, I appreciate being your good spirit here, and I appreciate the choir songs, and the opening up, and the special songs, and it's just, and again, each one of our visitors that's here tonight, I just thank God for you. Glad to have you and got some folks that's been sick and able to be back and thank you for that. God's blessing us to have a good meeting tonight and I really appreciate it. And uh, I just, uh, I appreciate the, uh, the preachers that we got with us tonight and uh, thank the Lord for them. And I don't know which uh, one of them might feel like preaching, but we're just gonna open it up to them. Whoever comes to preach tonight, I want us to just give us, give our whole heart and just pray and ask God to help them uh, just back the gospel and lift up the preacher, make preaching easy for him and uh, pray that God would speak powerful to the lost tonight. Uh, I'm telling you, I've got some burdens for some lost folks. It's uh, really heavy on my heart. And, uh, and I thank God for those burdens. I, I'm not complaining about them. Uh, I just thank God. And uh, when I was just uh, a young Christian, and I had some heavy burdens like that, and, and uh, I thought about uh, asking God to let the burdens ease up, but God spoke to me. He said, that's not what you should ask me. You should ask me with strength to bear the burdens. Ask me to give you more strength and ask me to, uh, uh, ask me to help you to bear those burdens. And so when I did that, then uh, the burdens I had even become a more of a blessing. And so if you're here tonight and you're lost, uh, we want to see you get saved. And I, I liked what John told about his granddaughter. Uh, that's the way you do it. When God calls you, you just come and obey the Lord and uh, seek him, and you'll find him. And so continue to pray. Here when you fellas feel like preaching. I know we can. Well, you're welcome too, buddy. Okay, uh, back to square one. <laughs> Whichever one you fellas feel like, come ahead. We appreciate you both. Thank God for you. Glad you're here. Now, I don't really feel like preaching. Uh, I feel like it, uh, somebody else probably got it tonight. And, uh, it might be you. Let's, let's really pray for Fred Smith. We thank God for him. Glad you're here, brother. Uh, we appreciate you. Been a little while since you preached for us, and 
We love you and God bless you. I'll just give you a hug. Mike, if you need. Yeah. Pray, church. Amen. Ain't young as I used to be. And it seemed like it's a whole lot harder for me than it used to be. And I do miss that. I really do. And we just heard your prayers. I just got one little thought, and I don't know just what to do with it. But I'll just trust God to give me something to go with it. And and uh, maybe it'll help somebody. And uh, it's a very familiar scripture. And... Uh, And everybody probably knows it by heart. <laughs> About naming. And uh, we just want to read just a few verses and and then just give you what God's put on our heart. It says, Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Assyria, was a great man with his master, and honorable because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man in valor, but he was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid. And she waited on Naaman's wife. And she said unto her mistress, Would God, my Lord, were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. That's all I feel like reading. But i was been thinking about Naaman. He, uh, you know, the Bible says that... Uh, Pride comes before fall. Poor Naaman, he just about let pride get in his way. And this little maid, she, she loved him. She, you know, she, she was a friend to him. And she wanted to know, she knew if she could get him to the man of God in Israel, that God would heal his leprosy. So they went to, in process to get him there and the king sent a letter to the other king, and of course that made him mad because he thought he was wanting to quarrel with him. But that letter wasn't, didn't go in where it was supposed to go, really. It was supposed to go to God. But anyhow, they sent it to the king, but then uh, 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 Elijah heard about it. God has his way of doing things. Though man might have his direction with things, God can trump it. And, and God's way is always best. And the old king, he got mad, but uh, Elijah said, what, what's wrong with you? And he says, let him, come to, let him come to me. Let him come to me. So they, they brought Naaman and his little servant to Elijah. And uh, Elijah, you know, he, he didn't even go out to him. Uh, he just sent him word. <laughs> said, go out there and, and dip yourself in Jordan seven times. Amen. Naaman, he just about let his pride get the best of him. He turned to walk away and he said, ain't far, far in, in the band of cleaner rivers than Jordan. I thought surely he would come out and, and wave his hand over me and the leprosy would depart. And his little servant, he loved him too. He was a confessing little fellow too. He said, my master, he said, if he had bid you do some big thing, said you would have done it. But all he asked you just go dip in Jordan. He was a man of valor. He, he, he was looking for big things. He had accomplished big things. You may be here and you may have accomplished big things in life. 
but you still might have an empty spot down on the inside. Naaman had done some great things and was well pleasing to his master, but he had something wrong with him. And there was only one could do something about it. And then he wanted his little pride to get in the way. But then when he went down there, finally did go. And I, I look at it like this. That little servant, no doubt, had shamed him into going. He said, if he'd bid you do something big something, you'd have done it. But he'd just bid you to go dip in Jordan. He went down there and he dipped. And I can just see him in my mind. Bible don't say this. But I picture it like this. Every time he dipped and come up, he thought, I see no difference. I see no difference. Why you say that, preacher? Because God, when he works, he don't work it in stages. He just does it. Wham, bam, it's done. And he dipped again, and it just still come up the same way. But after a while, when he got down there, God's number is seven. And when God tells you a seven, that's what he means. And when old Naaman dipped himself seven times, a brother, when he came up, his flesh was just like a baby's flesh. I'm telling you, sometimes you may have to dip more times than one to get saved. I've heard your pastor talk about how many times he dipped. I can't tell you how many times I dipped. But I'm telling you what, I'm glad for everyone I dipped, Brother Steve. Because after a while, I got a hold of him. And, Brother, I want you to know the only thing God wants out of you, he gave every man the measure of faith. That's what he gave every man. And that's what he wants back. You put that in him, and brother, you'll have life everlasting. I'm glad of that. The old Naaman, and brother, he got cleansed. You may be here today, and you may have done great things, but it's something lacking down on the inside. And brother Billy, I felt like when I was young, I had a pretty good little feller. I thought, I thought I was. But there come a day, old Paul, he said, I was alive once, but said then the communion came, and sin revived and I died. I'm telling you what, when sin revived in your life you die. You die spiritually and you will die that way naturally unless you accept Jesus and what he did on Calvary's cross. You will die naturally that same sin. But I want you to know God made it so simple and God loved you so much that you don't have to die like that. And name it at least two friends there, didn't he? And brother, you look around you. If you're hearing your laws, you got a whole bunch of friends here around about you. And you know what else? We've everyone been lost. And it ain't a fun place to be. And I've often said it like this. I am so glad, Brother Terry, that I don't have to go through that being lost state again. Brother, that tribulation I don't want no more. I'm telling you what, once you dip down there and get serious and get saved by God's grace, you wouldn't want that again at all. And I'm glad you're not going to have to go there. Old Naaman, he finally was willing to go. And he dipped himself seven times and he was made whole. And brother, if you hear whatever may be bothering you, if you'll bring it to Jesus, he'll take care of it for you. He surely will. And he did it for old Naaman. And that old rich man, and brother, he lived very first, sumptuously all his life. And had everything that he could have wanted. But there was one thing missing, Brother Terry, down on the inside. 
tonight, and I'm here to tell you tonight, if you live your life, all your life, and be like this rich man, and have everything that you could want in this life, and you die lost, you lived a wasted life, because you never got the full potential that God had for your life, because God said in his Bible, I'll give you life, and you'll have it more abundantly, and my, 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 that's why I say that, and brother, he gives you life more abundantly, and at the end of life, eternal life. I heard a fellow the other day on TV, you know, it ain't everyone that talks you need to listen to. He said, he said, you know, he said, he can claim to be a preacher. He said, you need to really do all the working that you can do so that God will be indebted to you. That hit me pretty hard. I thought, what kind of book are you reading? Evidently, ain't ain't the old sixteen eleven. Don't what he's reading. God give you life and give it more abundantly and eternal life. What more could you ask for? He ain't indebted to me for nothing. I'm indebted to him. Now, if he'd have said it the other way around, I'd have agreed with him. I'm indebted to him. He did did something for me nobody else could do. I'm indebted to him. The Bible says we're not our own. We're his. We're kept by the power of God. It's good to be here tonight. I didn't know what I was going to say or do. I've given just what God gave me. Naaman needed some help. That rich man needed some help. But he waited too late to seek help. But that little beggar Lazarus just desiring just something, Brother Terry, to get him through this life because he knew that his home was up there. He had made preparation that his home was up there. He just needed something to get him to the gift dying the natural death. That's all he needed. But the Bible said the rich man died, and in hell he lifted his eyes. And the little beggar died, and the angels carried him to Abraham's bosom. The rich man still wasn't satisfied with that. He wanted to get, looked up there and saw him in comfort and wanted God to Abraham to send him back. Did he dip the tip of his finger in water to cool my tongue? It's not going to happen. But when death finds you, that's where it binds you. It says in the Bible, as the tree falls, so shall it lie. If you die saved, you're going to raise saved. If you die lost, you're going to raise lost. It's just that simple. It's simple. And I know many that's lost probably worry about the same thing I did when I was lost. If I go up there, what am I supposed to say? Who am I supposed to pray to? Who am I supposed to say something to? It's not the words that does the healing. It's the sincere desire of the heart. Brother, that little woman that had a desire, said if she could just touch the hem of Jesus' garment, she would be made whole. I want to tell you here tonight, it wasn't the touch of the garment made her whole. It was the face she had before she reached for the garment. That's what made her whole. And brother, she didn't slink in because when Jesus said, who touched me? And they, they, all of them that had bumped him said, will you be thrown around? But said, we all could have done it. He said, no, somebody touched me. 
Somebody touched something real in him. Because he said, I felt virtue go out. And when he turned around, she was trembling. She was scared. She went thinking she would just slip in. I'll just slip right in. I'll reach in and I'll touch him with his garment. And I'll be okay. Nobody will know it. I'll just slip right in. But he ain't going to slip into church. Ain't going to do it. Ain't going to do it. She's the mother of all living. Ain't going to do it. He ain't slipping into her. She'll know about it. You know, I don't say all that. But if you're here and you're lost, I'm running out of steam. I told you I'm getting old. I'm running out of steam. But that's all right. I got a better place to go. Don't worry about me. If I fall over and can't get back up, don't worry about me. I got a better place to go. This world ain't my home. I made preparation on Easter Sunday morning back in 1974, and I haven't been the same since. What a difference God can make in your life. I've said it like this. I traveled many times down Jellicoe Mountain when at least a lane and a half on each side was gone down the side of the mountain and big old boulders down there. And I was scared. I was lost. But the day I got saved... I got saved in Speedwell Academy. When I came back up Jellicoe Mountain, I looked down at them old rocks and I kind of chuckled. I ain't afraid of you no more. If I go down there, it's just a, hit a quick trip home. But it just don't take a whole lot. God does his work, and he does it in spite of the devil. And he does it in his own way. And if you're here and you want to get saved your way, forget it. Forget it. Not happening. Not happening. I got saved in Tennessee. I left from my mother and my sister been there. They was in Tecumseh, Michigan. I could hardly wait to get home to tell them. Didn't seem to bother them. Didn't seem, seem to have no effect on them. They was out of church. But I knew what was on the inside, and I wanted them to know it. But I'm telling you what, it's worth it all to be his child. Worth it all. And I feel like I've gone as far as I can go, and one thing I want to leave with you, I want to ask you, if you're here and you're lost, God didn't give Naaman nothing big to do. If you're here and you're lost, he's not giving you nothing big to do. When he says come, just come. Just come. You say, well, preacher, that's a long ways down there. Well, the first step's the hard one. First step's the hard one. Many of you have probably been to Mike Rains' church. First time I ever went there, I said, Lord, if I was on that back seat lost and had to go way up yonder, I don't know. It just seemed like it's a mighty long ways. But I'm telling you, that first step's the hardest one. First step's the hardest one. And that's a step that you, you, and only you can make. And in a house full of friends, it's all been in that same place. So Naaman, he didn't give you nothing hard to do if he calls you. Just come, Brother Terry.
thank the Lord for Brother Fred and thank the Lord for that message. And uh, I want you to think about what he said and uh, get your song ready. We're going to have an invitation in just a minute. But, oh, he, what he said, he said it plain and he said it clear. If you're here tonight and you're lost and God's calling you, it's up to you just to obey. And uh, Naaman didn't understand all about it. Let's all stand if you want to. Naaman didn't understand everything, but he just did what God said and, and uh, he got rid of his leprosy. If you'll just do what God says, you get rid of your sin. And Fred just preached that and made such great points out of it. When God calls you, I believe he's calling somebody tonight. And you don't have to understand all about it. I didn't understand all about it when I come. But, boy, when I got saved, I knew I was saved. And so uh, whenever they get ready to sing, I can sing. I would to God tonight that somebody would obey the Lord. Please come. Please come. Please come while we sing. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord tonight. Real simple. Brother Fred said that first step's the hardest. I'll say that was with me too. I agree. Amen. But God even helped me make the first step. He didn't force me to do it, but he gave me the strength to do it, and he helped me, and the rest of the steps came pretty easy. That first step, just being willing to make that effort. Will you just come tonight? And try everything to gain, nothing to lose. Just obey the Lord. And he, and he preached about Lazarus and the rich man. What rich man had it made except, like Fred preached, like the Bible said, he didn't have the Lord. So when the rich man died, he lifted up his eyes in hell. You don't have to be a real bad person to go to hell. All you have to be is lost. If you don't get saved and you die in your sins, you'll lift up your eyes in hell. Regardless of how good you've been, how bad you've been, like Fred preached tonight, you just need to get saved. Obey the Lord. Please come. I really believe God's calling somebody. If that somebody's you, you're the only one that can move for you. We can pray for you and God can call you, but he leaves that choice to move. He leaves that in you. You make the choice. Choose. Please come. Please come. Somebody come. Obey the Lord. I tell you what, if I was lost tonight, And I felt just a touch of God calling me. I'd want to come to this altar and get saved. I wouldn't want to leave lost. I, you know, when I was a lost boy, I'm ashamed to say it, but sometimes I turned the spirit away. I'd leave. I'd feel so bad. I'd dread to lay down to try to go to sleep at night. And I was worried if I died in my sleep, I'd go to hell. And I would. But that night that I came and like I said, I was such a shy young man and hard for me to move in front of people. But God gave me what I needed to do to do that. Everything God wants you to do, he'll help you do it. And so when I came that night, God helped me. Now, and here's the thing. I remember thinking, I don't believe it's quite as strong tonight as it was that other time. And the devil said to me, you better wait till it feels just like it did that other night, till it's that strong. 
But then I, I waited out and I thought, well, I believe God is calling. That other night, I didn't get saved that night. And if God's still calling, I better take advantage of this opportunity. And so I stepped out and I come. And that night I got saved. How glad I am I didn't put it off <clears throat> and hope to wait for some other night. So here's what I'm telling you. If you can just feel a little touch of God calling you and you're lost and need to get saved, come and seek the Lord while he may be found. Now, if you're here and out of fellowship, God, you need to get renewed up. Do that too. But my real focus and burden's on the lost tonight. I believe somebody here lost needs to come and pray and talk to God and ask him to save their soul. Now, if you're out of fellowship with God and you need to come, please do that too. That, that'll help everybody too. Please obey the Lord. Sing us another song. Somebody needs to come. I can feel that. Somebody really needs to come. And if that somebody's you, you've got the key to it. It's your move. It's your move. Come on. Come on. Obey the Lord. Don't go away lost if God's speaking to you. Come while he's calling. When you feel that down inside, when he called me, it wasn't like a big loud booming voice. It was a feeling I had inside. I felt like God was wanting me to come to him. That was the call I had. I felt like I could get saved. That's the call I had. And I did. I come and I got saved. I moved more than once, actually. First time I come, I didn't get it. But well, I'm glad I kept coming until I got it. I'm on my way to heaven now. Praise God. I'm on my way to heaven. The devil can't knock me out of heaven because I got saved. I got eternal life. But if you're not saved and you don't obey the Lord, you can knock you out of heaven. So you got to get saved to go to heaven. Please come. Come on. Your move, up to you. songs. Thank you for your prayers and good attention. Thank God for the message and singing. As far as I guess I feel like going. Uh, at the same time, if God's still calling you, I know we're not singing right now, but if God's still calling you, still come. And most all of you have observed this as I have. We've seen times when uh, even church was dismissed and uh, people come and uh, get saved. We've seen a lot of people get saved after church was over with. But it's good to be here. Now, after after a while, we're going to have a business meeting because we'd put it off those nights. So I didn't want anybody to think I'd forgot that. So don't worry about that. But uh, not in a hurry to get there. If you've got something on your heart to say or do before we dismiss, you're still welcome to do that.
We've got a great crowd tonight. Thank God for everybody that's here. Let me remind you of the funeral. It's going to take place Tuesday. And uh, that's at uh, a Bailiff uh, Funeral Home in Crowdersville. And uh, Brother Phipps, Brother Nelson Phipps, that's going to be uh, 1.30 Tuesday at Bailiff's. That's when his funeral's going to be. And uh, Monday evening, tomorrow evening, from 5 to 7 is uh, visitation. And so uh, they didn't want a funeral dinner, so didn't need one. If uh, if enough folks can come to sing some choir songs, uh, they'd like that. They'd appreciate that. So uh, if you can, why come? And in any case, let's really pray for that family. That's, that's a hard thing. And, uh, anything else before we come to close? Help him. Um, you know, it's hard. That first step is the hardest one. And it's, Amen. You know, once you get that first step, you're like, man, this is, this is so nice. It's mm -hmm. so peaceful. It's all that clear. But being in that conviction and knowing that you're in conviction is hard. Amen. But as a father, and knowing someone close to you is really struggling and in that conviction. Right. Man, I don't know if that's even worse. Help him. And you can't help somebody do that. You can't. You want to make sure that they get it, they get it right. Right. Amen. And you don't want to be the person that has that struggle. So this week, man, has been really hard on me as far as making sure that I'm not the one standing in the way because I want to make sure that I'm Amen. the one that's going to stop someone from getting there. Amen. I have to be that light in my eyes for all my family. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So please pray for my family. Amen. Man, it really humbles your heart when you have someone that close. That's true. That you know that it's struggling. And they, you just want to do it for them. And God has plans. And sometimes it's a struggle to understand why God has those plans. Amen. But when he gets it, it's going to be so wonderful. And I pray for that day. Amen. Amen. Man, it's humbled my heart back down to where it is, and I've apologized to the Lord so many times. Bless Him, Lord. I don't feel that I've done anything, but I just want to make sure that I have everything in my side that I can do for myself yes. to make sure that my journey is getting to where I need it to go. Amen. So please pray for our family as we get through. Amen. Thank God for it. Thank God for that testimony. Touch more. We need one more verse. Need one more verse. Uh, God, I thought we was done, but God stirred my heart and said, you need to sing one more verse. If you're here tonight and you're not saved and God's got your attention and you're feeling that call from God, this verse is for you. Please come while we sing. Your move, your choice, up to you. Come while he calls. 
Let God have his way in your life. Obey the call. Obey the Lord. Come to Jesus. Come while he's calling. Get ready to go to heaven. You need to get ready to go to heaven. How you do it? You come to Jesus and get saved. He gets you ready to go to heaven. He fixes it. Please come. Amen. Amen.